BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Barilla Malaysia, right across the river to the woods from where Granny loves a little jumping jack flash. It's a gas, gas, gas when she's puffing a fatty in New York City, the Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, they're ready to try to some kind of fashion shake it up. Should do, but all my friends come around, find the fucking party of rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, but a mess is tied to tighter, my brain splattered all over Manhattan. Should be sure I got who? Oh, woo, woo. I think I might have caught something from Keith. Should do bet. Yeah, yeah. It's all a rock and roll, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do, but I like it. Hey, what's getting on for Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia. Of course, Ty Stick Jones running it from Omaha Beatville via Kansas City Mo at LTN. Good to see you as we kickstart your heart on a Monday. Let's go birthday roll call, shall we? Max Struss, 26. Will Smith, 27. Derek Carr, 31. Gino Atkins, 34. Uh, Stan Warinka, 37. Mark Melanson, 37. Luke Walton, 42. Wes Person, 51. Jason Garrett, 56. Byron Scott, 61, Len Elmore, 69, and Rick Barry, Hall of Famer, legend, friend of Pharrell, 78. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. So North Carolina put an end to St. Peter's, routing the Peacocks by 20 in a game that got so out of hand, I couldn't watch it. Carolina did it all. They had everybody clicking. They were dominant inside. The size was a problem. We got Hubert Davis on, Shaheen Holloway on the show today. Kansas beat Miami and beat them they did. 76-50. It was ugly. Bill Self on the show today. Nova beats Houston on Saturday. How about the Cats? They're always in it right. A couple of national titles going for three and six years now. Nova, Houston stats, we got him for you. Jay Wright says, having a vet's the key to winning the close games. Talking about Connor Gillespie, etc. We got Coach Young on the show today to break down all the hoops. We'll get into that. Uh, and then Jason Scott, our good friend from BetMGM, the VP of trading, will join us today as well, per usual, on a Monday. Duke beat Arkansas on Saturday, 78-69. We got the final call, and Coach K 
on the show as well. He makes the Final Four in his final season, and they're playing North Carolina. Imagine that. Cousin Sal joins us on a Monday as well, per usual. The Final Four is set Duke against Carolina. Can you even fathom that? And then, of course, the other game is Kansas and Villanova. And that'll be the first game on Saturday. The nightcap will be Duke and the Heels. We got all your odds. And we got basketball tonight, the classic. Coastal Carolina and South Alabama plus Southern Utah and Fresno State. Those are both going to be really good games, folks. South Carolina smokes great to reach the women's Final Four. I actually don't care about the other teams because South Carolina is so good. I know Stanford's in it. Uh, Connecticut, I think, is in it. And so we'll see how that plays out. We got uh, tonight's. Uh, Elite Eight games, are, are those what's going on tonight? We got more chick games tonight. I'm all for it. Plus, the Ballers in a semifinal playoff game tonight. Violence. Ballers taking on the Russians. It's like the Ukraine-Russian war. It's all happening. We welcome all of our radio affiliates to Coast to Coast on a Monday. Good to have you with us. Settle in. Everybody else has already had a beer. You're behind. You lose. EJ Liddell of... Ohio State entering the draft. Penny Hardaway in Memphis committed multiple NCAA violations. Mike Tomlin does not fear sudden death over time. He says he thinks the rules should stay the same. He's excited about Trubisky's upside. Lions are going to be on hard knocks. You heard the prime minister talking about it. Detroit will host the 2024 draft. What a thrill that'll be for everyone to go to Detroit. I went to the Super Bowl there. No offense, I got a lot of good friends who live in Detroit. Bills announced a 30-year agreement for a new stadium that will be built by Carver High, brick by brick by himself. He'll get the $1.4 billion in a massive deal that he's uh, constructed behind our backs. Giants GM uh, Joe Shane says he hasn't made a single call to trade. Uh, Saquon Barkley, the Chiefs signed Ronald Jones. Niners may end up just cutting Jimmy G. I don't think that's going to happen either, but they're not trading him and they're not releasing him. Mike McCarthy did not attend the owners' meetings in Palm Springs. Report says Brian Flores will add two additional plaintiffs to his lawsuit. Kevin Burkhart will replace Joe Buck as the top NFL play-by-play man on Fox. We're good friends with Kevin. Congrats to him. Uh, Dave Roberts signs an extension with the Dodgers. The Yankees about to give uh, Aaron Judge their first offer of a massive contract extension. We'll get into all that. How about Albert Pujols going back to St. Louis? We'll get into everything. The Penguins beat the Red Wings 11-2. Gino with a hattie. How about the Penguins with an 11 spot? Jesus. It's the first time it's ever happened since, uh, I think, the salary cap era, Carver High. Lightning beat the Islanders 4-1. Carver doesn't want to talk about it. Rangers beat the Sabres 5-4 in overtime. We got all the hockey in tonight's games for you. Count on that. We got um, Frozen 4 action. We're going to talk about the college hockey tournament. That's going to be going on in Boston, the Final Four. Today in sports history is happening as well. We got all of your NBA. The Suns beat the Sixers 114-104. We got Embiid on the show. We got LeBron on the show. He rolled his ankle. We'll break down all the games, including the Hornets beating the Nets in Brooklyn. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm Pharrell. We bring in uh, Carver High to uh, kick it off, and we're going to start with the uh, North Carolina game. I got to tell you, uh, Mike, that uh, I I waited for this game all day. I I, uh, was licking my chops. I anticipated it. I had the Guinness going. I had uh, the fireplace going because the temperatures were dropping. We had people here. Everybody was jacked up, and that was the worst buzzkill game I've ever seen in my life. The first five minutes, I thought the refs were atrocious with their ticky-tack, candy-ass calls. Even breathe on someone, they were calling it. And mostly all on St. Peter's, I might add. Uh, And they play in-your-face, tight-check defense. And then it had nothing to do with the refs the rest of the game at all. They called a good game. It had to do with uh, they got just rubbed out. I mean, they got outsized, outskilled, outclassed. You're talking about that was penthouse, poorhouse basketball. Uh, I thought uh, St. Peter's hit a wall, and what a day to hit a wall in the uh, regional final in Philadelphia. It was just disastrous. I swear to God, it was so bad at halftime. My cussing was so bad, I had to turn it off. I started watching old episodes of Snowfall. I couldn't take it anymore. I had to watch the crack cocaine FX series instead of me having a heart attack watching St. Peter's lose. I couldn't take it anymore, Carver High. Well, look, the unfortunate thing sometimes about when you get these Cinderella runs from these small school is eventually the other shoe is going to drop. And it did for St. Peter's yesterday afternoon. And believe me, I loved it on Friday night watching Purdue go home again. I mean, Matt Painter and the Boilermakers, another great NCAA tournament run for those guys going home to St. Peter's. But you know eventually there's only so many big giants that these teams can take down. They beat Kentucky. They beat Purdue. I mean, were they really going to beat Carolina, Duke? I mean, there's only so far these teams can go. And yesterday it ended for the Peacocks out of Jersey City, 69-49. to Let's hear one of the highlights, Guy. There wasn't many, but Carolina, the steal, the dunk, puts them up 20 in the second half on CBS. Stark going a little faster. Dasher, a little out of control. Watch out. Step in, steal. Davis, give it up. Love upstairs. 
and he rocks the rim. You know, uh, the Birdman probably wishes he was calling that great Hornets-Nets game at the Barclays last night instead of that garbage. I, I knew it was going to be a long day when they literally couldn't even make a layup. I mean, every time they got to the 10, right to the rim, and they missed. I mean, how about the guy with the dunk and he, and, and you know, he banks and he went in for the tomahawk and it hit the front of the rim. He's like, oh, and he missed the dunk. I mean, they couldn't get out of their own way. I will say this, though. Friday night, I went to a great steakhouse and I had uh, corner seats at the bar with 34C. And my buddy owns it. Thanks, Bob. Set us up. And uh, we sat at this place eating steaks and watching them beat Purdue. And I mean, they were going conniption city in this restaurant. I mean, the place was going nuts. I saw, like, people behaving poorly, adults behaving poorly, women just drinking shots and screaming and yelling and jumping up and down, making out with people they didn't know. It was fun watching them beat Purdue. And then Sunday was just such an absolute disaster. Uh, it certainly was. Major buzzkill after the high of Friday night's win. Uh, let's hear from Carolina head coach Hubert Davis. Of course, Scotty. First year as the Carolina head coach after taking over for Roy Williams and going right to the final four. Here is Hubert Davis, oh, very emotional after the game. It was really emotional towards the end of the game when we can finally settle in and realize that, you know, these guys are going to a final four. It was something that I just I just desperately wanted for them. You know, this is probably the nervous, most nervous that I was before the game because I just, I really wanted them to go to the Final Four. And it's something that we had talked about at the beginning of the season. And in the huddle, I, I told them that it's, it's, it's not a hope, it's not a dream anymore, it's a reality. And for these guys to have this, this experience oh, yeah. to be able to go special. to the Final Four brings so much joy to my heart. Uh, anyway, I, I just am, you know, I, I got to tell you, I bet on North Carolina. Uh, to win the game, obviously. And, and I want to say this, that uh, I don't know who I hate more. I, I think I hate Duke more than I hate Carolina. But I just want to be clear, it's I tough. hate both of them. So I hope they both lose on Saturday uh, uh, to each other. And uh, I will say this. The last thing I want to say about uh, Carolina is this. Uh, has no one told Brady Manick that he looks Amish? I'm not sure if anybody has told him yet, but he does have uh, a touch of Amish look to him. There's no doubt about that. What is going uh, on there? It's beard. like no one's told him yeah. that he's just, uh, it just, it looks just, it's terrifying, his look. It's terrifying I'm what's sure happened to him. He can't even, change it now. <laughs> no, even I and Eagle. To New Orleans. <laughs> even I and Eagle was saying the transformation. He was talking about the, through the years, like this guy's from Oklahoma to, to North Carolina, like what's happened. I have no, there's no explanation for it. I mean, it is. I mean, it is disastrous as well. Uh, no question. Don't worry. We're going to have plenty of God Carolina bless the Amish, though. He'd fit right in there long. in Pennsylvania. All week long, we will have plenty of Carolina and Duke coming up on Saturday night. We'll Brother Manic. Later. <laughs> Brother Manic. Uh, but here, let's now say goodbye to St. Peter's, Scotty, for good. And their head coach, Shaheen Holloway. This will be the last time you see him with that peacock on his chest, too, because he's finalizing a deal to be the new Seton Hall head coach. Here's Holloway about the first half yesterday. I wouldn't say that. Um, I don't know. You know, I just I didn't, I didn't really recognize my team the first 10 minutes of the game. You know, until um, we came out a little, a little slow, a little, a little timid. 
Um, little get those slow. Guys credit. They came out a little early. slow. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the game plan, we, I thought we had a good game plan. Um, good game plan? I don't know. You know, we just – they was a better team today. I think he needs to sign a new deal at, at Seton Hall for 10 times what he's making at 266 grand. Because uh, don't let the uh, don't let him hear you say that, you know. Because I have no explanation for what happened. Because uh, it makes him look like you know they weren't ready for that game. I mean, they got smoked, and uh, I've never seen a team shoot that bad in a in a basketball game in my life. I, I've never they shot like whatever twenty percent something. You cannot do that ever and expect to win a game. That game was over. 10 minutes into it. I, I literally, it was over. Forget halftime. The game was over oh. 10 minutes into it. I rolled the grill out. I didn't even have to watch anymore. It was time to make dinner. Let's go get the grill out, throw the burgers on. Yeah. I, I, it was no, no point in watching the game any further. No. Uh, later no. on, uh, Scotty, we will get to the rest of this weekend's games. We will talk about Kansas beating Miami, a tale of two halves. In that one, we will hear from Bill Self, Villanova, of course, and Duke both winning on Saturday as we will set the scene for what will be a fun Final Four this weekend in New Orleans. Carolina Duke, Villanova, Kansas, four Blue Bloods. I guess you got to put Nova in there now. They've won two titles in the last six years. Should be fun this weekend in New Orleans. They got it uh, just the way they wanted it. Uh, they, the, I'm sure the committee all along wanted and got four heavyweights. And you can call them Blue Bloods. You can call them whatever you want. You got the four big names in there. Uh, I know it would have been really uh, juicy to have St. Peter's in there. That would have been fantastic, but it didn't happen. And uh, not to say that it won't ever happen, but I mean, I've never seen a team play that well against heavyweights. Uh, and even the Murray State game, they had won more games than anyone in the country in a row, and they were like 29 and two. And they uh, kicked their ass too. Right? I mean, Kentucky, Purdue, and Murray. And then right after they SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Or pray. 
This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. All right, Pharrell, back on Coast to Coast. We bring in Coach Young now to talk about hoops, uh, mostly NBA. I want to start with, uh, at the very least, uh, the Hornets' uh, performance last night at the Barclays Center. Uh, First of all, I I thought that uh, Kyrie Irving was terrible, and he had the worst shooting night I've seen since John Starks in the finals. I've never seen a guy miss that many shots and just keep chucking. And uh, I get it. He, at the end of the game, he made some buckets, and, and it mattered uh, to get them back in the game and get it tied. But they still got roasted by the Hornets. And I thought uh, Lamella was unbelievable in that game. And he lit up the the Nets and, and basically beat them by himself. Hello, what's fantastic last night, Scotty. And you got to wonder, we've talked about this for Brooklyn, their inability to get stops and get stops consistently. And it showed last night, there's only one way Brooklyn can win, Scotty, and is that that's if they outscore you. That's going to be a problem in the playoffs. Now, a thing to look at here is the Hornets are now tied for the Nets for eighth place. Why is that big? Eighth place means you only need one win to get into the into the playoffs as opposed to two, the 9-10 spot. So big win for the Hornets. Let's see what happens when they follow up tonight when Denver comes to town uh, on the back-to-back. So can you believe that with all the hype about the Nets being uh, the favorite in the East and the best odds in the East, and when they got Ben Simmons, they were automatic, going to go to the finals. And now it looks like, I mean, the way they play defense, you can't deny it. It looks like they're going to be in the 9-10 game and have to win that and win the uh, game after that to determine who the eight is. Uh, the bottom line is, uh, is that they're pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic what I'm watching. I cannot even fathom that they have a team with Durant and Irving. Now, Irving's back every day, but that only started yesterday. But even though on the road, even, it doesn't matter. They, I mean, I've seen them play one good game in two months, the game against the Sixers. And that's the thing, Scotty. It's, it's yes, they're dynamic with the one-two scoring punch. But what else do they have? I mean, they don't have they, – and they need LaMarcus Aldridge back, first off. We don't even know what the hell is going on with Ben Simmons. Like, is he playing next week, next month, next year, next decade, next century? We don't know when he's coming back because of all the stuff that he's got going on mentally and not. So it's a problem here. But the interesting thing, Scott, that's starting to line up is this. Do you want the eight seed? I mean, do you want the one seed? Because if the Nets get in – it's probably as the eight or a seven. So do you think teams are going to start jockeying for position to maybe not, I don't know, not work as hard to get the one or two seed and line themselves up as a three or a four, potentially if five is the Chicago Bulls? So uh, obviously they got nothing but problems. Uh, And so do the Lakers. Uh, Not only are they – uh, losers to the Pelicans on Sunday in a gigantic game for them in their play-in demise, but they lose LeBron James to an ankle, and that should just about do it for them, right? Now they talk about AD's about to come back, but now LeBron James is going out. I, I think they're doomed. Caliente basura. They are hot trash. 
I mean, they're bad. And Scotty, here's the thing no one's talking about. You know, the San Antonio Spurs are one game behind the Lakers now with a couple of games to play. And the Spurs should be a half game out tonight after going to beating the Houston Rockets. So forget about getting AD back and LeBron's hurt. You may not even make the play-in tournament. Imagine that scenario coming into the season. Forget the playoffs. You're not even getting into the top 10 in the Western Conference. How about the uh, Warriors? They lose every night now without Curry. <laughs> Another team, Caliente Basura, hot trash. I mean, listen, they can't get it done. And, and they're slipping down the standings. They are third, and sneaking up on them is Dallas, two games behind. So if you want to be that scenario with Golden State, think about this, Scotty. If they get the four and they slip down one more spot, they could get Utah in the first round, which could be the fraudulent alert playoff series of the, of the century, those two teams playing. And then you got to turn around and play Phoenix as a one seed. So if you're Golden State, Scotty, you're praying that you hold on to the three spot because you want no part of, of the Phoenix Suns as long as humanly possible. Well, I mean, they were talking before a month and a half ago that the Warriors were unstoppable and they were going to win it all when they got Thompson and Green on the floor at the same time with Curry. That hasn't happened either. And Thompson's been playing and they're not winning. And Green's back and playing and they're not winning. And he's not doing Jack. He even admitted that he sucks. But uh, same old story for the Suns. They handled the Sixers. So we already know Philly's uh, phony. They're not going to the uh, NBA Finals. They're not going to the Eastern Finals. But if they did, they would get their ass beat by the Phoenix Suns. Oh. <laughs> it, it wouldn't even be a contest. Oh, what goes, I mean, James Harden, Scott Farrell, listen, we are old, or we're not old. We're older and out of shape. I don't know if James Harden could get by either one of us one-on-one -on -one at this point. I mean, besides the fact that we'd maul him to death and not let him get to the win the rim. But Twinkies can't get it done right now because he's too slow and fat. So no, they're frauds, they're frauds, Bulls frauds, Utah fraud, you know, Golden State fraud, but Phoenix Suns, definitely not frauds. They're the best team in the NBA. And right now, Scotty, it's not even close. Listen, I'm in, I'm in, uh, I'm in good bad shape. Okay, so I'm, in, I'm still running every night. I'm in a semifinal tonight. Ballers laying seven and a half against the Russians. Will they win and cover in the semifinal? Oh, oh of course. I mean, you, you're getting the Russians. Oh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be going big, getting busy on them bad boys. Listen, Scotty Farrell, I'm going with a 12 and 10, three assists and five foul game. If, if you only get five to foul, I'll give you four. So you're definitely going to use up your share of fouls tonight to get your team to the finals. All right, let's go to the Scooby Snacks, the lion's share for tonight's NBA bets. Oh, yeah, Monday, snack time, baby. Let's get busy. DeJounte Murray, over 17 and a half rebounds and assists and even money, averaging 17.1 a season, 17.1 the last 10 games, 18 combined versus the Rockets, hitting six out of the last 11, Houston is the bottom 10 in rebounds and assists allowed, and they give up the fourth most rebounds to a point guard in the NBA. Second, we're going same game. Jakob Pertl, over nine and a half rebounds at plus money, averaging 9.2 this season, 10.1 the last nine games, hitting five in the last eight. Houston, like I said, bottom 10 in rebounds, and they give up the third most rebounds to, in the NBA to centers. And by the way, Christian Wood don't play no damn defense, so that should be a nice, easy prop. 
And number three, Darius Garland having a great year. Should be on an All-NBA team. Over three and a half rebounds, averaging 3.4 this season, 3.7 last 10. Hit three in the last six. Orlando 27th in rebounds allowed per game, and he gave up the fourth most rebounds to point guards in the NBA. Fourth, sneaky guy, Damian Jones of the Kings, over five and a half rebounds, averaging four this season, hit four in the last eight, but missed two by the hook. Has a 10 rebounding game versus Miami this year already, and when he gets 20 minutes or more, he get, he's hit this in 10 out of the last 17 games. No Sabonis tonight, so he should be able to get to that number. Let's go back to that Spurs game and go under Christian Wood, 13 and a half rebounds and assists at minus money. Combined 12.4 this season, has gone under four in the last five games, and he's averaging 10.4 versus the Rockets, and he don't play no defense, and he don't pass the ball. So I think that should be a gimme. And last off, we're going to go with Big Boost. Nikolai Vucevic at the Knicks over nine and a half rebounds, averaging 11.3 this season. Only 7.5 versus the Knicks, hit four in the last eight. And if Chicago wants to do anything, he's got to get to 20 and 10 to get them rolling. May want to look at taking a double-double for him as well at minus 105 at BetMGM. Do the Grizzlies cover the 11 spot against the Warriors tonight on Beale Street? They should. I'm a little worried, Scotty. I think it's a big line for them. But listen, I'm going to say yes because you know why? It seems like it doesn't matter. Jai in, Jai out. And almost playing better without Jai. 11 and a half. I think they blow out the Warriors because who the hell knows who's playing at that court tonight. I mean, Tyus Jones just keeps pouring in buckets and nobody ever guards him. So if he's going to be getting burned, I got no problem with that. Celtics have been incredible. You know how much I like them in terms of betting and winning and what they're doing in the East is amazing where they've skyrocketed to the top of the class. Playing in Toronto tonight. And I can't even fathom it's eight. Is nobody playing for Boston or something? Yeah, they got guys. Uh, you know, Robert Williams just went out with uh, with an injury. Um, there's rumors about maybe not playing Tatum or Smart. Let's see what happens with that. So it looks like Tatum, Smart, Robert Williams, and maybe even they are playing? They're not. They're not playing? They're, They're not. not. I wouldn't touch them. I wouldn't touch them. I would go right to the Raptors if all those guys are out, which it looks like they are. How about this? Horford, Tatum, Brown, and Williams are all out. So a run to the window on Toronto. Uh, that, that's the deal there. All right, uh, Bulls and Knicks tonight at the Garden, and uh, the Bulls are laying three and a half. Oh, Scotty, am I going to be dumb enough to take the Knicks? Am I going to be yes. dumb enough to take the Knicks? No, I'm not taking the Knicks. I'm not dumb enough to take the Knicks. I'm going with the Bulls minus the points. They need to get rolling a little bit. I know the Knicks have been, let, been better, but Lord. It's the Knicks. They still suck. All right, real quick, uh, 10 seconds. The Heat and Kings tonight, Heat laying 12 and a hook in Miami. They better cover. Hey, as long as they don't try to beat each other's ass, I think they'll be all right tonight. No Sabonis, no Fox tonight for the Kings. All right, Coach. You're the man. Enjoy the games tonight. We'll see you again tomorrow on the Lions Share. Yes, sir. Get them the bucket. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, 
Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We hook up with uh, Jason Scott, the VP of Trading for MGM and BetMGM. Uh, it's always good to have you on Coast to Coast, Jason. Hope you had a great weekend. I want to start with uh, Justin Moore's Achilles tear. Uh, you know, that's a huge loss for Villanova going into the Final Four. Everybody knows it. How has it uh, affected betters so far? Anybody, uh, have you noticed anything with the, the announcement that they're going to uh, – Fixes Achilles, he'll have surgery gone for a year. He ain't playing no matter what for a year. What has that done to the betting? Yeah, firstly, afternoon, Scott. I think we didn't account for it enough. We obviously knew that we, we had this game close to Pickham. Uh, he came out, we went up two and a half. We were clearly wrong because we got knocked over in the rush. Then they took three and a half. We're at four and a half now. I can't see it reversing with him out, and it's going to be very hard for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, these kids, uh, Archie Diacono and their other uh, subs that come in, they play anyway, but now they're going to get way more burn. Uh, Are you afraid of Villanova's chances if you were betting on the game the way you've seen Kansas play? Well, which Kansas do we get? The one that goes six points down in the first half or the one that was uh, won the second half 47 to 15? I think if the the number one Kansas team comes, they, they could win this by double figures. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, right? Uh, what did you think when you uh, first saw uh, the St. Peter's team bomb on Sunday? <laughs> well, I'll probably go back to Friday because we got demolished. It's literally, I've been here nearly three years now, and it was the worst single result we've had in three years. Uh, many millions walked out the door. Uh, so and on top of that, we had them for certainly eight figures liability in the futures. So it was a good result for us to get them beaten on Sunday. We did win some money, but we probably only got back about 15% of what we lost on uh, on Friday. So great run, great story, but I was sick of the narrative. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, because I saw a lot of people uh, talking to you and interviewing you about the predicament that you were in going into the game. Can you explain it to our, our viewers and listeners? Yeah, look, the predicament was that, you know, we'd, we'd taken a hell of a lot of money. We had one bet of uh, 4000 at 200 to 1 to win 800000 But then we had a lot of money from the rank and file at 200 to 1. I think they were even 300 to 1. But the 200 to 1 bet was after they won their first game. They were sort of 500 to 1 before that. Uh, you had We took a little bit of business there. But 
hundred and one forty to one all the way down. The the locals we obviously unfortunately we can't bet on the local schools in Jersey, but uh, both PA and uh, New York are fairly close. Well, they border, so we saw a lot of people jumping borders from from Jersey, and they were just tumbling in. Yeah, like I had to make a little drive on Sunday, uh, Jason. I just had to go over to Bridge, and you know everybody does that. They were doing it. Every New yeah. Yorker in the world was going into Jersey. What was really cool was back in the day, uh, it used to be hookers at the truck stops, and then it became betters. Uh, if you went to any of the truck stops in New Jersey on the toll road or on the uh, gas stations over the bridge into Teaneck or whatever, right over the bridge uh, into you know Fort Lee, every single gas station and truck stop was filled with people. You could see them in their cars betting on sports. It was whacked, but now you don't have to do that in New York anymore. All right, so um, it was a big tournament for the dogs overall this year's dogs of six or more points were 20 and nine, 69% against the spread. What kind of damage did the dog betters do to you? Yeah, it's interesting. There's a real, real momentum. So, uh, you know, the first week, the first, yeah, probably the first week, the four games, they were good for us. The bookmakers certainly won the money, but I think uh, there was a realization there of two things. One, the unders, the unders specifically in the first half, but also the dogs. So we saw more and more money instead of seeing the prevalence in a in an average NBA game, we'd see sixty five percent of the money on the on the minus in, in the spreads thirty five on the plus. We were seeing much closer to equality here, and in some cases, certainly the St Peter's case, and there are other notables as well. We had more money on the plus than the minus, and more tickets written, which is which is unusual for us. Hey, so uh, the you know uh, defense was huge in the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight. Uh, with so many first half unders hitting, uh, what did you think of that? Yeah, the interesting thing was the numbers were pretty strong in last year's tournament first half numbers, and I did. I was on another show and I was asked about that, and I said, "Well, it's only it's only thirty two games. It's not enough uh, enough sample space to worry me. Come and get us." And I was wrong again because we've seen exactly the same the same pattern. And uh, yeah, we 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 probably haven't reacted enough. We've used the same model that we've used all season. Um, feels like next year we might have to reconsider. What about uh, Duke, the liability that you have uh, right now with the Blue Devils? How big an amount is on them already heading into the Final Four? What do you anticipate this week to be like in terms of Duke betters? Yeah, so look, our futures book's good. St. Peter's were horrible, and the other two big numbers were Gonzaga and Arizona. Uh, we Duke is a loser for us, but a really realistically loses a round of drinks. Uh, UNC is about about even, and the other two are really good big winners. Uh, this week, I think we'll see. My guess is maybe double, maybe more tickets and dollars written on the UNC Duke game than Bill and over Kansas. Uh, and the narrative with Coach K is going to see that we're going. I, I I fully expect to see that we'll see more money for Duke. Uh, than we do for, for UNC. I think they'll be our loser, and I think we'll keep seeing money for the futures. So I think the books are all cheering for Duke, certainly to lose uh, in, for, in, the, in the semifinals, but definitely not, definitely in the final if they get that far. But when you saw them beat Duke's ass at Cameron Indoor, does that not factor into your wallet at all? I mean, they spanked their ass. I don't care what excuses they yeah. gave. 
that day with his last game there and people, smelly students camping out in tents and drinking cheap beer. I don't want to hear it. They got their ass run off the court. And that team's playing good basketball right now. And that guy Mannix, a freak, the Amish freak hitting 30-footers. Yeah, look, I agree with what you're saying, but if you look through the season, uh, they rank over to, in the bottom 250 in consistency, UNC. They rely on the outside shot a lot. They've been falling for the last four, four or five games. Let's hope it continues. So, um, you know, we're seeing uh, people going to Duke on the spread, but UNC on the money line already. Is that is that true? It has, but we tend to see that always early. The people that bet early tend to be on the dog on the money line, and I think we're just going to continue to see the Duke spread business. I think the money line business will even up. I think the big players will come in late for Duke. When I say the big players, not necessarily the Sharps. Uh, the guys that bet big money, either Duke alum or or the guys that just like betting. I, I expect Duke to have a big red number next to it for our, in our book by the start of the game. So... Uh... Uh, on the other side of things, Kansas is getting heavy action early on to win and cover against Nova, as we uh, talked about with the injury. Uh, are you seeing that already, Kansas? Yeah, we've we've seen one-way traffic for Kansas pretty much since. You know, there was, a, there was a little bit of hope for a couple of hours after the game that Justin Moore mightn't be as bad, but since it's been uh, confirmed that it is a tendon and he's gone for the tournament, it's been, been 80% Kansas to this point. Uh, I think it'll turn around again. I, I suspect Kansas will probably be our loser, but I don't think it'll be as much one way as the other way. Villanova will, will still have some friends. Did you uh, did you make a lot of money off of all the Big Ten betters that bent over in this tournament because they were terrible? At the end of the day, they I mean they all ended up it was seven and eleven. They didn't do well. The ACC was uh, thirteen and three. Big East nine and three. Did you make a lot of money off the stupid Big Ten betters? I'm an Indiana yeah, the guy, 10, but they weren't going anywhere. The Big Ten betters and, and any of those uh, conferences from the West Coast have been our friend this tournament. Um, I think what you, UCLA got to the 16. Uh, we've been really, you know, they, they're the conferences we've won. But obviously, you know, the, ACCC, the ACC has been a lot better than we expected. So it's it swings around about Scotty. So what's the deal with, uh, you know, we were talking to you and I about the Celtics. Nobody's playing tonight, not even smart. Uh, the whole team's punting the game. How much action are you seeing on them with their surge to the top of the East? Yeah, look, it's really, they've been the team on everybody's lips for the last sort of eight to ten weeks, or pretty much since, that's probably going back too far, but since the All-Star break. Uh, I haven't checked the numbers. They've only lost two or three games. Uh, they're now close to favourite for the for the East. Uh, and, look, we keep losing because not only are they winning, they're covering as well. Um, but, you know, that that's there's other teams that are, you know, the Lakers keep losing. So while the Lakers keep losing, we keep winning. So, uh, you know, obviously they're in big trouble. The Nets are in big trouble. Are people still betting on the Nets to win the East when they're barely hanging on for a play-in game and they can't stop anybody? Not just the East, to win the whole championship. You know, it, it's been persistent and consistent money. Uh, you know, we had the announcement the other week about, or the other, last week about Kyrie. Well, that bought a new surge of money. There is incredible faith. Now, I don't, a lot of this is money coming from New York. This is the first time our friends in New York have been able to bet with a legal bookmaker on a championship. And I think that's skewing it to some degree. But yeah, the public have still got incredible faith in the Nets. 
You know, we see, we put up these tickets all the time on the show about these people. What do you mean these people? But these people that bet like a 15-leg parlay first basket in the NBA, and Christ, if I'm not kidding, they hit them. And where do these people live, man? I want to know where they where they come from. Have you seen guys walk into your book and lay down that kind of lumber on a 15-legger first baskets and they hit every bet? I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I wear cool clothes. I, I'm sexy. I don't ever hit a 15-legger first team first basket. Who, who the F knows how to do that? I'm tipping you wouldn't be sexy and you wouldn't be using wearing cool clothes if that was your MO and you kept betting like that. <laughs> I mean, come on. How many people are betting on the uh, Cleveland Browns now that Deshaun Watson is there? Yeah, look, we, well, again, there's a little bit of hesitation there because no one's quite sure how long the, uh, the suspension's going to be. Uh, we've seen a lot. We've seen um, my, the the Bucks are the one, obviously, since Brady's announced his return. Uh, we they were friendless. Uh, Brady Bucks were clearly our worst in the book last year, and they've, they're heading that way again. People are just sort of holding to wait to wait for the NFL to make some sort of announcement before I think we see too many bets for the Browns. What about uh, the Dolphins now that they got Hill and they got all those speedy receivers? Any money on them? Yeah, look, we've taken a bit of money at 50 to 1. It's in a little now. Um, you know, you got two small receivers and a midget quarterback throwing at him. I'm still doubtful. <laughs> I love this dude. Did you hear him, Carver? So let me ask you, Jason, my man, uh, baseball, what do you think of that uh, silly rule letting a runner at second uh, in extra innings? They're going to keep that stupid rule. How does that affect the hizzy, the house? Well, it's the same for both teams. That, that, that's the only positive. Look, I, we, it, it's kind of bad for us, obviously, with the overs, because any game that gets the extra time, uh, extra innings, we're seeing that, you know, there's so many scores and, Six all becomes seven all when the bloke on second gets home, and then eight all in the eleventh, and on and on and on. So it does make overs more prevalent, but in terms of money line, etc., it doesn't really affect us too badly. All right, hey, I'll see you next week, brother man. I love you. Keep killing it out in Vegas. Look forward to it, Scotty. There he is, uh, the one and only Jason Scott. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, Carver High, I think uh, at the end of the day, the the Saturday games were definitely better than the Sunday games uh, in the you know regional finals. Uh, you got to say that much. I mean, Nova and Houston was decent. I was really disappointed in Houston, to be honest with you. And um, I, I thought, frankly, Arkansas would have played better against Duke than they did. I had Duke winning, and I had. Uh, uh, I thought Houston would win that game. I thought they could have won the whole thing, and they just didn't show up. Yeah, that game was uh, really, really bizarre in the fact that nobody could do anything in it. We'll uh, look at some numbers from that game in a moment, Scotty, the 50-44 win. I want to finish you off with yesterday first. Like you said, the Sunday games were tough. First half, Miami held in with Kansas. And then in the second half, as Jason was mentioning to you, they absolutely blew them away. 76-50, to Kansas ends up winning. Here's Bill Self on a tale of two halves kind of a tell of two halves obviously we we weren't very good the first half and played tight and a little bit and couldn't guard McGusky and and uh for whatever reason uh uh league came off the second half and the intensity picked up defensively and and then we uh we had about two good plays turned into four which turned into eight which turned into 16 uh that that was about as well as we could play the second half and you know these guys earned it, so so uh, so proud of them, proud for our program, and we need about four days off. I can't wait to get to New Orleans. I mean, I, I just I think they're dangerous, right? I, I think that they can uh, really play ball, defense. They're quick. Uh, they got a bunch of guys that can score. Uh, they got white boys that can play. They got a bench that comes in and gives them good burn. Uh, I think they're dangerous. I really do. And they're a sneaky number one seed, right, going into the Final Four. No one thought Kansas was going. Uh, no one on the face of the earth thought they were coming out of that region, and they did. So hats off to them. Yeah, they got Agbaji, and they've got your boy Remy Martin, who suddenly for a little while couldn't make free throws the other night on Friday. But they got it done against Miami. They'll face Villanova, who we will talk about when we come back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.